Welcome to The Queer Bean, a podcast about the art and business and joy and struggles of creating a queer media empire. I'm Alicia. And I'm Christina. And each episode, we're going to dive into the process of creating awesome content for awesome queers. This week, we are talking about Batwoman. Since it premiered, uh yesterday or day before yesterday or something like that and we spent so much time on it in the last episode we figured we'd give a follow-up to see whether we were you know actually making sense or if any of the things we thought (laughs) came true or not so we both watched it first separately separately we both watched it separately okay give me a grade oh we're starting yeah we'll just start with a grade what's what's your grade on a you know regular A to F scale, mm. pluses and minuses are fine. Um, who? Uh, uh, that's hard. A, a C? Ooh. Yeah, I feel like that's the most middle thing I can say. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna give it a B minus. Well, so a little higher. That's good. I, I, I'm surprised that I'm higher, actually, because... <laughs> <laughs> this is where you learn how judgmental I am. Because <laughs> I thought I was being... I, I have a lot of notes. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I have a lot of notes about this, but I also... I tend to be... I tend to feel badly if I give something a bad grade, but I know they're yeah. trying. Yeah, you know, so that's probably why I gave it a B minus and not <laughs> the C minus that my heart wants to give it because well, I feel like they're they're putting their best effort. No, I don't know. I have a lot of complicated <laughs> feelings about it. Same, hence the C. I felt like the C made sense because it's so soon. It's too early to tell. It's a pilot, and pilots mm. are. Pilots are tricky. Yeah, they really are. First of all, spoiler alert. We will not oh, yeah. be withholding <laughs> anything. Oh, yeah. If you have not watched this episode and you are spoiler sensitive, turn back now. Yeah. Turn please. back now. That is your one and only warning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. So what did you think? What did you think? Oh, um, so in a general sense... I felt like the second half of the episode I liked better than the first half. I felt like how it started. Okay, I I was trying to really keep an open mind too because since I already had certain feelings going in <laughs> as discussed in the prior episode, I was like, okay, let's just wipe the slate clean, just watch it objectively. But I don't know how objective I was. Um, personally, you know, it's a pilot, so I know they have to kind of introduce a lot of the story very quickly. I have to just say that in general, by the way, as a note to everything, everyone making everything, fil- the everything yeah. <laughs> flashback scenes oh I, I hate them killing <laughs> the tra- okay you know like the distorted camera like let's make everything trail because there's a flashback and i guess there's like some emotion in there of like 
this is a childhood flashback. So we're going to make it look muddled and weird. And I hate it. I just hate it because first of all, it automatically looks dated. It looks like an effect that was like wildly used in the 90s. And I'm like, why are we still doing this? Yeah. There are other ways. If you really have to show a flashback, can you just show it like a normal, normal footage in some way? Like, I don't want to see these trailed things that are going on it's just distracting and it just drives me crazy and then and then the inconsistency too that well I mean I'm sure it was for storytelling but the childhood flashbacks were weird and then the flashbacks between Batwoman and her love interest from the military uh they were just military question mark right the academy yeah exactly I was like (laughs) what was that again yeah (laughs) They were golden and beautiful, and I'm sure it was like to symbolize the warmth that was once there, yada, yada. I don't know. It was just, it was all over the place, these flashbacks. Also, I just don't really know that they, uh, that they helped. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I, I don't, there was a lot of, okay, there was a lot of heart missing for me in this pilot, in general. (sighs) (laughs) well I mean like I understand that there's you know it's Batwoman there's action and fighting sequence you know what let's do a recap real quick okay just in case anybody (laughs) who's listening hasn't seen it but they don't care about spoilers yeah so previously on Batwoman (laughs) that was pretty good (laughs) all right I've been practicing my whole life. Um, yeah, so Batwoman, uh, who is played by Ruby Rose, which we'll get into that. Um, Batwoman, it, it starts the episode with she's not Batwoman yet, and she's kind of in, I, I don't know, what was that, Antarctica? Like, where um, was she? By way of Canada, yes. Right, yes, <laughs> yes. She was in she was in a tundra doing some kind of what was clearly like a training exercise under the guise like, of danger yeah she's like underneath the water under like ice and she has like handcuffs around her feet and she's like trying to get out of them and then she's trying to break out of the hole in the ice that suddenly gets covered by what could be an assailant or like you know her trainer or whatever's going on and she breaks through the ice after having a flashback of her sister and her mom dying in a car accident that batman was supposed to save them but didn't save them doing right yeah and now and she's she, inspired to live right because of that moment because of, of death she needed that flashback <laughs> right. in that moment yeah. to be like oh yeah. i was thinking about giving up right now but right actually but that's right my mom and sister are dead which i would think so would be like so fight. let me die <laughs> so i would think she would t- <laughs> but also it's a training exercise right. so you're not yeah. actually in danger. go ahead, continue right and so yes so then she breaks through the ice she goes into like a little hut and of course enter her guru guy who's oh my god the amount of things i have to say about that choice her ambiguously asian <laughs> yes guru. who says 
Oh, uh, what was the line? He said something where he removes certain words and he's just like, but try it, you did, or something. He spoke Yoda style yeah. of like that <laughs> ambiguous yeah. kind of thing. And I'm like, no, don't do you this. You didn't try hard enough. Yeah, or yeah. Something. He like, yeah, he definitely got rid of like transition words <laughs> like someone I guess would do in a show where they're like, he doesn't know English well. Like, he's super wise though. Right, yeah. As but evidenced he, by his long hair and clothes. Yeah, long white hair, grayish white, and a cloak, and then like not like no ability to speak English properly in a way Even that doesn't make we sense. Know they're like in Calgary or something. Yeah, and like he's saying he, the English words he is saying, he's saying them very well. So it's just very like <laughs> demeaning to him. It's almost like like he's all like you train hard, better later. Like I'm like, why does he speak Neanderthal? Like it was just very. It was a choice. A choice was made. And yes. okay. And so he told her basically that he covered the hole so that she could break through and find a way, yada, yada. Okay. Then we cut to Gotham. And Gotham is like in distress because Batman's been missing for three he years. Ghosted. Yeah, he yeah, ghosted. Yeah. Yeah. He ghosted. Him. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like some kind of big gala type gathering thing as right? there usually is yeah <laughs> and it's being uh, like the security team taking care of it now that there's no batman and all that but also is... the police yes yeah that's weird yeah they're Are like they working together the police and the private security yeah that was weird <laughs> <laughs> we should tag back to that yes. and they were called what is it crows Crow. yes Crow. Crow. yeah yeah so and then you they know, refer- we have to keep with the theme. Right. And they refer to their members as crows. Like, it's going to be a thing you just hear a lot, the yeah. crows. And at first, you know, like, I, I would suddenly forget that and hear someone say something about the crows. I'm like, what crows? And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 the security team. Yeah. So, yes. So they are the people who are basically there to look out for all the wealthy, important government people at this gala. And they're all gathered to turn off the bat signal once and for all because they're like we don't need this shit anymore right we have the crows right we have the crows we have another team of private security to do the police's job (laughs) (laughs) basically is what's being told so but of course you know it can't be that simple um so as this event is unfolding suddenly security cameras go down and you know there's a villain afoot and we don't know who it is yet we just know that the bat signal isn't turning off and security people are being killed and you're like whoa what's going on and it's um what was her alice is her name her name is alice and she kind of has like a Wonderland vibe. I'm guessing yes. that's why she calls herself Alice. And she goes on camera. She doesn't. In, does she introduce herself in that camera footage though? Like at first? I don't think so. I don't think so. She just goes on camera and is like, "Hey y'all, you're in trouble." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "P.S. You're all gonna die. This isn't gonna go the way you planned." And everyone goes crazy and starts running. But the person they're really after is a specific crow agent yes who is the previous love interest or the girlfriend of ruby rose when she was in the academy the academy yes and she gets kidnapped basically (sighs) and then somehow 
Ruby Rose's. I'm sorry. I know she has a character name. Kate. Kate. <laughs> I'm like, it's not. I swear, it's not Ruby Rose as herself playing that she is Batwoman. Like, that would be awesome, though. I know. That would be something else. Um, so Kate is the character's name. Kate's stepsister. Yes. Yeah. See, uh, the fact that I'm recalling all this, this is pretty You're doing impressive. Great. To me. Yeah. <laughs> She gets a hold of the phone and she calls Kate to let her know that her ex-girlfriend just got kidnapped. And Whatever. Sophie. Is that her name? Yeah. Wait, that is sounds... It? Maybe. Let, it might not let's be. Let's go with Sophie. But let's do that. That sounds Sophie. like it was... That's it. Sophie yeah. got kidnapped. Watch and that, of course, that even be her name and we go to the episode well, calling her Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> let's just leap of faith. Yeah. Um, and of course, Kate answers the phone in Antarctica or whatever through this like walkie-talkie long phone that her like her guru hands her and is like, "Hey, here you are. Someone's calling you. Who talk a lot?" Like he says something like, "Girl, who talk a lot?" I'm yeah. like, "Why?" Does he keep talking like a caveman. It's really fucked up. It's I. I think that's why they left it ambiguous. They're like, "We don't want to offend any specific race, so let's just not say where they are and who he is. Make them a little ethnically ambiguous, right. and then have them talk like a Neanderthal." But he hands Ruby Rose a phone and she finds out her ex-girlfriend has been kidnapped. So, of course, she goes rushing back to Gotham, storms into Crow Industries. And is, who that is run by her father, by the way. That's an important fact. Her dad runs the security firm. And she's like, hey, Sophie's been taken. What the fuck? I need a help. And of course, like <laughs> all white, right. <laughs> like all white daddies, he's like, no, you can't. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's like, <laughs> like all white daddies. <laughs> I mean, they've got some kind of subtext of like, she feels like her dad doesn't want her. And he's, clearly just like overprotective and kind of just being I mean <laughs> I mean I feel like the subtext wasn't like that wasn't it like it was obvious as a viewer right, right? like obviously the tropey thing is oh he's super protective right. that's why he doesn't want her involved in these things yeah and at the beginning I I just he says, you're just like Bruce Wayne. And that's why I can't use you. Is that? Yeah. That, I wrote it down. You're oh. a female Bruce Wayne. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, you can't help me because you're a female Bruce Wayne. What does that mean? I, what, you know, what does you that, got that me. took me right out of this. I mean, not like I was super invested up until that point, but right. when he said that, and you're still in the very beginning of understanding who these people are, and he goes, yeah. you're a female Bruce Wayne, that's why I can't use you. Now, I don't know almost anything about Batman or Batwoman or most of, you know, comic right. book world. The universe, yeah. But I just can't understand how... 
I, I just don't get it. It makes that statement makes no sense to me whatsoever. Well, that statement seemed very much written so that we understand that the premise <laughs> is she is a female Bruce Wayne. She is going to become a female Batman. The premise is Batwoman. It's very much heavy handed. Yes. Like, for all of you who don't get it, where right. we're going so, with it, it was like I a know. nudge nudge. Ah? The name of the show is Batwoman. <laughs> right. And we've already shown the bat signal. Right. And this is Gotham. However, in case it's still not <laughs> clear. <laughs> well, I feel like they spent a lot of the pilot drawing parallels between Kate and Bruce Wayne or Kate and Batman. Like it was like kind of like, are you getting it? Are you getting it? That's where she's going with this. She is gonna be him. So <laughs> no surprises for you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you guys are looking at this, right? It, it was very heavy-handed was, at that point. I hated it. Yeah, mm, I did my not like My grade is going down as you continue to recap it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, now you get the C. The C was generous. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. It was. No, my oh. B- minus was uh, was generous. Uh, yeah, I was, I was pretty shocked. But, um, so then... Yeah, so uh, her dad doesn't want her in the business. Um, but of course that's not going to stop Ruby Rose/Kate. Um, she she's got a mission and it's to find her ex and she's decided I might also be missing flashbacks here and there because there are a lot of them. Um, in these flashbacks too. I don't remember the order of them, but we do basically understand that Kate and her ex were a thing at the academy. The academy, which PS. I guess is supposed to be West Point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That sounds right. But yeah, like why I think not? So. Just is it like I, maybe they can't say it for yeah? They probably copyright can't reasons, say it. but I feel yeah. like um, it's the government. You shouldn't be able to copyright it, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's a whole other episode. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I it's basically it on, on television and movies when people just say the military. Like, oh, the I military know. is not a monolith. Yeah. There are many branches of service. They are each very distinctive and have mm -hmm. their own personalities and types of people who gravitate to each branch of service. Right. That's just, as a veteran, that's just one of my pet peeves <laughs> with... <laughs> It's a it's a military portrayals in in media the military. It's it makes sense as a pet peeve. I mean, <laughs> it's used. It's also just lazy character development. It is. You can tell they a lot from a person specific. by which yeah. branch of service they were in, and you'll never know which <laughs> branch they were in. You'll never know with their generic uniforms and the academy. You'll never know. But she was at, at West Point. Yeah, uh, but but then in one scene she was one. 100% wearing an Air Force inspired yes, jacket and I saw that. Off. Yeah, I was like confused as well. Like, and granted, what's happening? Yeah, I know I know very little about uh the military uh and most anything that goes beyond like I know the branches and I could still I saw her and I was like, "Wait, is Air Force? <laughs> I just remember being like, I saw that moment and I was like, these uniforms are all very confused. They need to pick a lane. Nothing what, makes sense. Where, what are they in? Yeah, but all we know, the, the whole point of the flashback was to show us that lesbians were not appreciated or allowed with, and uh, they were caught, of course, Ruby Rose and her girlfriend were caught like 
I don't know, kissing or being affectionate or whatever. And they were confronted. So stupid. (laughs) Like, (laughs) tell us how you feel. Uh, it was so dumb because as someone who served during Don't Ask, Don't Tell, let me tell you what the fuck you are not going to do. Be kissing another woman outside in broad ass daylight Mm. up against a wall while everyone is walking by. What? Broad daylight. That is not a thing. That is not a thing. Thank you for my dishonorable discharge and goodbye. Right. And now I can't get a job because I got a dishonorable discharge from the military. Oh, my gosh. Which then, which becomes the thing, too, in the flashbacks is um, after they're confronted about it, I guess Kate's character was like, fuck this academy. Let's just like leave to Europe or something she yeah. said let's go travel let's go, oh, let's the privilege by the way right. the white privilege in that moment was I don't need this astonishing she's like fuck this place and she's telling her girlfriend like fuck it all like come on let's go travel as the world as she leans baby. against her bike yeah. yeah exactly and her girlfriend or ex-girlfriend now is like no I can't do that like I can't just <laughs> go kind of need this like I job. this is yeah like I have a whole and she's very much like you might not need this but I do like this is the career I want and I can't just kind of like it was very like thinly veiled like all right you're rich girl <laughs> and you clearly can go around doing whatever you want so you can say that this is about the rules but honestly we have different lives and uh, of course, Ruby Rose is offended by all this, and she's like, "They don't want you." And like, you know how? Like, why would you stay for that? You're making the biggest mistake of your life, leaving me. And I know you love me. And they have a moment, and her girlfriend's like, "I don't love you, actually." <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> and honestly, what I have to say about that moment is, I would have told Ruby Rose the same thing. I'm sorry, I felt nothing. <laughs> I was never. I I felt dead inside in that moment. I was yearning for like a real. I want see. I wanted to feel something. I wanted these flashbacks to have a purpose. So I wanted to feel their emotional connection. I wanted to feel like the hurt, the pain. Well, how could you? How could you? They gave you all of the backstory. Right. In the first episode, like in the first episode, why? in two There's second no bits, reason for yeah. that. They could have we'll, developed we'll that about, over time. Talk about structure. <laughs> talk about yeah. structure after the recap is done. Right, right. And so Which I I'm mean, enjoying very much. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, because these flashbacks, too, as Alicia is pointing out, um, they there were a lot of them all at once, and they but they were very brief any time that they were happening too. So it was and like, repetitive. Yeah, and it was like three sentences of the most important moment in this relationship <laughs> go. It's like they're, they're giving there's these big moments of between these two exes that led them to where they are now, but you're getting three cold sentences of like, I don't love you anymore. Let's go, babe. Oh, fine. You don't love me? Okay. Deuces. Yeah, and then that's it. And then there was like, you know, you could see that Ruby Rose is like, I don't remember if she shed a tear for that one yet or... No, I think uh, she saved her tears for the end. There were tears? I don't think there was a tear. I don't think there were... There were tears when she talks to her dad later. Huh. Yeah. I was, like, looking for it. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I 
had checked out by then, I think. But probably, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I was looking for emotion so hard. <laughs> I really wanted it, but it wasn't coming to me. And so that flashback is done, and then it's back to you know present day Kate. Uh, she's breaking oh, into. By the way, there's a continuous voiceover this entire time. Oh my god! Time. Yeah, I don't know how I didn't <laughs> mention that. The narration, which drives me insane. <sighs> but I'm I've been general- doing a lot of sighing so far this episode. <laughs> I apologize. It's just I have to express uh, my feelings voiceover. that way. I hate just, flashbacks. I hate voiceovers. Same. I actually, I don't hate voiceovers. If they're if, used properly. If they're used properly. Voiceover is very, very difficult to do correctly. And yeah. a lot of shows um, and movies use them because they can't write. You're right. Um, it's lazy. It's lazy. It's, 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 it's lazy. a cover. Yeah. It's a cover for actually doing the work. Right, yeah, it's such a lazy, I was I was watching this episode and I watched it with Melissa and I was telling her, I'm like, fucking voiceover, like seriously? I'm like, they don't, it's, yeah, of course it's easier to, instead of having to put all of this background story and what's going on into like real scenes and real dialogue and real interactions and letting you feel things through other subtext, instead, it's like, hi, let me tell you what this story's about. My name is Kate Kane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> This happened, then this happened, then that. Now what you're watching while I fight is me telling you why I'm fighting. Like, it was so heavy. Batman is my cousin. Right. Yeah, and it's just like, so basically, Ruby Rose, her dialogue, the amount of times that she spoke in the actual pilot were probably like maybe uh, the all of 20 lines, (laughs) and then the rest was just voiceover because it's a lot of her like on the motorcycle, then walking up to the building, looking climbing stoic. the building. Yeah, looking stoic again. Then looking stoic. Stoic line said. Then back to the. So I came squinty here because. Eyes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A lot of squinty eyes. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. The choices. Um. But yeah. So she breaks into. Well, she decides that she's going to break into Wayne Enterprises because Bruce Wayne, her dear cousin, who she trusts a lot, as the monotoned voiceover tells us she uh is like oh he has cameras at wayne enterprises that can see all over the city so she breaks into this building to try to get to these cameras and of course she runs into a character whose name is luke is he i didn't even know he had a name Yep, he said Luke at some point i remember because i was luke like who randomly knows that bruce wayne is batman yeah yeah just a random 23-year-old <laughs> security guard. Yep, yep. Who's horrible at his job. Terrible. The entire episode, it's like, what are you doing in here? Oh, don't touch that. Oh, oh, you touched it. Okay. Oh, don't go in there. I'll, I'll see you. I'm going to take the stairs. I'll be there in a second. Like, what the fuck, dude? Also, who is still paying you? <laughs> like, and, why are you there? Bruce Wayne's password is Alfred. Yeah. For his security system. Right. The world's greatest detective. Yeah. Yeah. His password is basically password. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And it was really weird. Yeah. He, so Ruby Rose, of course, knows the password because she knows Bruce Wayne and it's a whole thing. But at this point, I'm even getting ahead of myself. She breaks into Bruce Wayne's things, but she doesn't know he's Batman yet. She just goes into like his camera room or wherever she was to look at footage that shows, uh, 
who beat up her ex-girlfriend and kidnapped her. And it's just a bunch of masked men and, of course, animal masks or, like, rabbit masks. I don't know. It's probably an Alice in Wonderland thing in there somewhere. And they're beating up her ex, and they put her in a van. So she takes that tape on a USB. She leaves Luke locked up or handcuffed to something, and he's just like, oh, bother. Like, he really... it's. The the stakes are not high at all for Luke. Like he just he he complains a lot about like I'm gonna get fired, but it's very like almost sitcommy. Like it he was. does not seem concerned at no, all. Not at all. At all. It was not hard Holding at all. The greatest for, secret in yeah yeah and in again, Gotham. Right. He's unbothered. Yeah, yeah, he was just there. Like also just waiting for people to arrive. He's gonna be her her sidekick. Right. I'm of course. assuming. You know. As usual. And so then Kate goes over to Crow Industries to tell her daddy that she found something, something important. It's going to be great. And dad's going to be proud of me because I figured it out. And they're watching the footage and she's like, I know where they took her. They took her to an orphanage because for some reason she knows the motto of an orphanage. Because she and her apparently twin sister... Right. We haven't even gotten to that yet. <laughs> spoiler to the spoiler. They were twins when they were children. Like, basically identical. But now <laughs> there's like, now they're, they're very different, and there's an age gap, clearly. <laughs> it's very interesting. Yep. Because they used to go to the orphanage to scare themselves. Oh, right. With a Ouija board. That was mentioned. With a Ouija board, yes. Did not pay attention and to that throwaway line. she knew... <laughs> That what because there was like that whatever writing on the paddle. She's like, yeah. oh, stop it! What does that say? Because she's right. the one, not the, all the security professionals right there looking at it. Right, she's, she's the one who several notices. steps away. It's like, wait, freeze, go right. back, enhance, which Enhan- is not a thing. <laughs> and I still hate it every time I see it on television. I'm like, that is not a thing. <laughs> but you yes. don't know. You don't know what they do in like high security. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what the crows do. Yeah. You don't know about that life. Right. So basically, her dad's like, oh, great. Send the team there. And by the time he turns around, oh, no, his daughter's gone. Who's gone? Oh, my God. What is she going to do? Yep. Off to be a vigilante and save the day. So, of course, she. Again, another montage of her being cool and stoic as she breaks into this place and she starts to fight some guards and then of course she gets the shit kicked out of her for a minute she gets knocked out and when she comes to it's alice that villain that we haven't really had a clue about what her name is yet or what she's doing but there she is and she's like she gives kate this speech that was like I should have known they were sisters because it was like really weirdly pointed. <laughs> yeah, so at your this point, dad, right? Yeah, the whole like so here's a villain, right? Who captures this person that should be random to them, but right. she's like, she's like, this is personal. This is against your dad, and guess what? He never loved you. Right. Like he loves her, right? This re- more than- also, <laughs> so ex girlfriend, possibly named Sophie left West Point and found her way back to Gotham like so I can't I don't even know back did they know each other before Gotham yeah why would she go to the place where I'm assuming she knew 
mm-hmm. Ruby Rose slash Batwoman slash Kate Kane is from. Right. Makes no sense, but okay. And then work but, for her dad. And then work for her dad. <laughs> yeah. Who her dad apparently, according to Crazy Alice, loves <laughs> more than Ruby Rose. Right. Yeah. Okay, Which, yeah. of course, this random villain is telling. Now, I, none I was, of that has been shown that he right, loves it her. Hasn't been, no, this, it hasn't been shown. It's all of a sudden this crazy woman's just like, by the way, your daddy will never love you the way he loves Sophie. And you're just like, that's why I didn't never kidnap be, you. Right, right. He would yeah. come get you. Exactly. And it's very, like, it's, very pointed. Where you're like, so, like, so weirdly mean. Yeah. I was like, yeah. like, who hurt you? Like, why? Yeah. Why are you being like, so I, mean to her? You don't even know remem- her, but you do. Right. Oh. And I mean, at this point, I didn't know that. I remember. I was watching and that was the moment that I got up to get something from the fridge and I was just like listening I just remember being like that this speech is a weird <laughs> villain speech you know typically it's like we're going to destroy Gotham because this city is shit or something you know like or specific like the mayor blah 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 but this was like your dad doesn't love you and he never will and I'm like what the fuck I'm like that is Okay. All but right. I really and enjoyed, though, this is when I became a little more interested because finally someone arrived who was like acting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know? that was interesting. Rachel Scarston, who is awesome. I don't know if you ever watched Lost Girl. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, you know, she played Tamsin on Lost Girl and she was great on that. And she's been on, uh, you know, quite a few other things. And so she arrived and she actually like brought some energy, yeah. um, I felt, to the show. And suddenly I was like, oh, well, at least she has some, there's something dynamic at, about her yeah. performance yeah. that entertained me in her crazy yeah, like she's ass playing speech. a character. You know, <laughs> How crazy like, is that? yeah no that was refreshing yes it Um, didn't last but it didn't last because she couldn't be on screen all the time yeah so like she's there for just a a hot second and then all of a sudden ruby rose wakes up in like a hospital that is stepsisters underground clinic Jesus Christ. That this uh, I actually liked this part. Well, there's nothing wrong with the part, but they're throwing a lot of like things that take a lot of explaining into moments of like, oh, and by the way, so what this is, it's an <laughs> underground medical facility. Because you don't know this yet, but I'm actually, I was a I'm, med student. I'm actually in med school, right. BT dubs. <laughs> Never mentioned at any other point. Right. It would have been helpful because she's there in a conversation earlier with Ruby Rose and it's like nothing is mentioned about her being in med school and all right. of a sudden it's like this surprise and so it's a lot to explain in two seconds well but yes. you know I feel like here's what I enjoyed about that moment is that I feel like they were trying to um, subvert uh, maybe where you think that character was going to go based right. on how they introduced her. That she yeah. was just sort a of vapid, like a vapid Instagram influencer yeah. type of person. Right. And yeah. they're like, gotcha. She's actually a Amazing. medical student <laughs> and secretly caring for people who cannot afford medical attention. And I'm yeah. like, shit, I would watch that show actually. Yeah, that's the show. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, that is exactly what I felt. Like, they... 
the thing is, like, they take these golden moments and then they condense them to really small moments and then leave it. Right. And you're like, wait, 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 tell me more. Right. How like, does this work? I would Who like takes to your- watch that. And then, and then, Ruby, you can tell that Ruby Rose and that character, they don't actually, or at least Ruby Rose doesn't have warm feelings toward her stepsister. Yeah, she does. We don't know why, but. It could be just a lack of warm feelings. It could be that. that. (laughs) Because her stepsister is the one who I think found a box of pictures or something. I forgot that detail. Right? So she found a box that let her know that Ruby and Sophie had a thing back at the academy because I guess that's not public knowledge and then that's why she called Ruby and so she does this really nice thing for her stepsister and Ruby Rose is very much of the feelings that she is able to give off. It's one of disdain. So it doesn't really make sense to me why Ruby Rose doesn't like care about her stepsister or like yeah. why she acts like her stepsister is a burden or somebody she doesn't like or I don't yeah, get it. I think it's weird because she's also really rude to her stepsister yeah. because so her stepsister meanwhile in this scene is stitching up Ruby Rose who also, by the way, what? She was, like, left at her doorstep at the at the hospital no, doors? she was... I don't know where she was left, but the stepsister said, one of my guys found yeah. you and brought you yeah, here. What? Like, the stepsister's story is so much more interesting. So much more interesting, yeah. <laughs> like, there's a whole other spinoff going on there. Like, what is she I doing with her? I want to know about life? her. I don't know her name, but I want to know... I want to yeah. know her life. Like, how do you yeah. go from being a med student to, to running, running an underground, an underground hospital, hospital. Yeah. and like having guys. Yeah, that's a log line right there. <laughs> and your like, mom is like a part of her, her mom. I don't know if she co-owns this company with the stepdad or whatever, right. but she's definitely um, one of the bosses. If she doesn't co-own right. it, she's definitely like maybe the president or something like that. Yeah. And she's super into, you know, the family business and appearances yeah. and all of that yeah. stuff. I don't know. Yeah. There, it's there's, an interesting there's dynamic. There's an interesting story there. Yeah. Hiding underneath all this other uh, garbage is an interesting, it's a much yeah. more interesting show. And it's so great because, like, so Stepsister is stitching up Ruby Rose and then Ruby Rose, like, hears the story about the whole med school thing and the sister's like, what, are you, like am I a bad person because I steal med school like medical supplies from my med school and Ruby Rose's response is like no I was just thinking that you actually seem deeper than I thought and her stepsister says thanks and I'm like girl you're too nice like thanks she just says something rude to you like oh I just I didn't realize you were deep like that was literally what she said to you she's in med school right right yeah (laughs) which was like totally not even a compliment it was completely an insult right. it was like oh i thought you were just i didn't know you had any other level to you and that's where now that's where the attempt at being subversive makes no right. sense right yeah it's like, i'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt that they were trying to be subversive but yeah. the fact that ruby rose thinks that her own stepsister yeah. doesn't have two pieces of a thought to rub together yeah. like, meanwhile what? she's in whole ass med school and saving lives 
yeah, <laughs> undercover exactly. before but she's I, even finished I, with med school. Okay. And I just love how she's just so sweet that she says thanks to that. She goes, thanks. The and keeps stitching the arm. Yeah. Found out that yeah. you, you were dating this uh, girl, Sophie, and called yeah. you back from wherever in the middle of Canada you were yeah. pretending to be yeah. in dire straits. <laughs> right. You know? And it's like, like you might want to know that your ex has been kidnapped. Right. Stepsister is definitely the hero to this yep. piece. Yep. She is the one I'm rooting for. Team Stepsister. I hope, I hope they keep giving her screen time. Totally going to learn her name time. next episode. Right, I know. <laughs> I know. That's not our fault, though. They they don't really... They don't, I don't know they anybody's name except yeah. Kate Kane. Yeah, and maybe Sophie. Oh, and Alice. Yeah, yeah. and Ruby Rose. Because <laughs> they're different people. Anyway, <laughs> sometimes she's Kate, sometimes she's Ruby. Anyway, um, after she gets stitched up, uh, God, it's, what happens after that? The dad gets mad again? Probably. Isn't, he's, like, he's like, how dare you? Like, I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. He doesn't act either. Yeah. <laughs> it's like nobody acts on the show for the most part. Right. People for the are most just part. there um saying lines. Phoning it in. That's yeah, what they I felt are. like. Most of the people there are just phoning it in. Like they're like, yeah. whatever, sure. I'd like to do a DC Arrowverse <laughs> yeah. show, why not? You know, pay I understand it. A job is a job. Yeah. You know It feels like that when you watch it. A job is a job is like the paycheck, the, you know. The motto. And I mean the dad gets yeah, he basically is like you know well Kate what are you doing like why did you do any of this like I don't want you to be in danger he doesn't fully say that but Kate starts her speech of like you never wanted me did you like but where does I don't that know. even come from that's it's, what I'm it saying came from the villain like so the yeah. villain told you all of this <laughs> yeah and because like, you're right my dad never loved me yeah <laughs> it's so weird because I'm not even getting that from right. the dad I'm not get getting that. that he doesn't want you I'm getting that he like doesn't want you to get hurt it seems right. like it seems like he actually loves you a lot probably like and he it doesn't never... want you to be in dangerous situations right and she starts you're saying his like only child left after yeah. his wife and other child right. died which instead Ruby's like dad you're pushing me away because you every time you look at me you see you know my dead sister and my dead mom and you don't want to deal with that and by the way you know I mean that's a lot to deal with <laughs> but <laughs> also none of that's in the show even right, if that yeah. were the case right they didn't tell us any about that they didn't show us any yeah that, but okay yeah and then moving right along Ruby is still upset and she's just like you know what dad I'm just like you never you sent me away didn't you like you told me you wanted to train me as a crow because apparently she was in Canada to train to be a crow right um yeah that but like she's figuring out that her dad really didn't want her at all because Alice <laughs> and then <laughs> and to which by and the way the, got her into uh the academy yeah, yeah. And the dad doesn't really say much in response to any of this. He just kind of alludes to the fact that after she got kicked out of the academy, he understood and he was there for her. And like, so like, dad's not really saying anything negative right. for us to like He's get like, on the train you, of hating him. I support you. They yeah, you out because you're gay. I don't care about yeah. that shit. I love you. Yeah. I don't care that you're gay. You're yeah. my kid. You want right. to be a part of this? I'm going to send you off to get training so you can yeah. be a part of this. Yeah. And she's like, you don't love me. 
<laughs> I know. Yeah, it's, it's said, oh. right. Yeah, it was really weird to watch because I wanted to feel something for Kate Kane's like struggle, but I couldn't see a struggle, so right. it was really weird. So then Kate Kane just like runs away again, and somehow she ends up back in, at Wayne Industries. I don't even remember what motivated her to go back inside. She, I don't, I don't know she, either. Yeah, she, she was just saying a bad signal or something. I don't know. She was saying though she found Luke again, which is the horrible executive assistant I'm guessing of Batman or Slash Bruce Wayne <laughs> right yeah she found him again and she's like you gotta try to f- reach Bruce like he'll come back for me or something she says some kind of line she looks around Bruce's office and she notices that there's something out of place on his bookshelf and she's like yeah oh he always used to keep it to the right it's Martha's pearls. right Martha's pearls and Did then, you see Batman versus Superman? Quick sidebar. Oh, um, I, I think I was on a plane. Oh, but you did watch it? I think I watched parts of it. Oh. I can't tell you. Do you remember the part where Batman and Superman became friends because their moms both named Martha? Oh, right. I do remember that <laughs> twist. might be the worst scene in the history of cinema, perhaps. Continue. But that's what, yes. <laughs> oh my God, I do remember Martha? that. What the fuck? Why do you know that name? <laughs> <laughs> My mom's name is Martha, too. <laughs> like, who did come up with that? Jesus Christ. How could I have forgotten that? That is amazing. Oh, that movie was yes. trash. Such trash, yes. Such trash. And, and yeah, so Martha's pearls have been moved on the bookshelf. Surprise, surprise. It's the way that you get into the Batcave. Like, there's a trigger mechanism. Trick pearls. That's all it is. Trick pearls, and you get into an elevator, that could have fit Luke in there too, but whatever. <laughs> That's either <laughs> the worst security guard in the yeah, history yeah. He of like, guards. He watches her go in and he's like, You can't know what's in there. And then she <laughs> says, Of course, I have a thing about rules, locks it. He goes to find the emergency stairwell that I guess can get him there too. Like, how many ways are there into the Batcave? Because he did not take the elevator. I'm like, Flaw. <laughs> flaw in the structure but whatever so she goes down to the scene that i hate the most to be honest because (laughs) you go into you go into this goddamn fucking bat cave right and these bats (laughs) these bats start flying these lovely cgi bats and then for some reason the director told ruby rose like so just spin too, twirl around and look at the bats just keep twirling and looking at the bats flying everywhere so ruby rose is just spinning she's just (laughs) spinning and looking at the bats and i'm like why would anybody do that like it goes on for way too long it's not like one moment where you're like whoa and you look at the cave one one 360 is enough one 360 and you're like wow it's huge no no no. she's just doing like one turn i literally looked away during this part she was just I, looking, and I then the fucking bats. Yeah, the bats were like swirling too. I'm like, so is she spinning? Because the bats are spinning. Is she okay? <laughs> Does Kate Kane have like some issues we don't know about? She was seriously just twirling over and over again. And the twirling also seemed so. You could tell, like, you know, the bats weren't there. And Ruby Rose was probably like, okay, do I keep doing What am I looking at? What. <laughs> What point is it? Oh, so the bats are where? And they're probably like shining like little like pointer lights like here. There's a bat there. Now I'll go there. And like, cause she was 
clearly like phoning in that twirl so much like she probably didn't want to do it the director was like no we need the twirl so she kept doing it that lasts forever then finally when she stops spinning she can finally realize that the fucking bat suit was there the whole time being lit just sitting there (laughs) which it took her the five minutes of spinning to realize it looks like she ends the spinning she's already done it multiple times you would have seen the bat suit like at least eight times by now but finally she stops turning she's like oh holy shit bruce wayne Bruce's is batman yeah yeah I've and she's like batman this whole time because he right. let my mom and sister die yes which batman also has a shame board it's kind of like <laughs> <laughs> imagine the opposite of a vision board <laughs> Where, where the things that troubled you that you feel really guilty about, you post them with like drawings, pictures, anything you can. So he has a shame I feel board like that about. Makes sense for Batman. Though. He is <laughs> yeah. the Dark Knight. Like I feel like he that's is. Brand. <laughs> he is, and I'm sure there's gonna be groups starting shame boards now, like on Pinterest and shit. Because here he goes, like he he she discovers the shame board and realizes that he has felt a burden of guilt for the fact that Kate Kane's sister and mom died and he wasn't able to save them. And enter Luke, like Luke's down there now. Again, <laughs> emergency stairwell, I don't know how the fuck he got down there. He's like, oh man, I'm gonna get fired. Like, honestly, he's still like showing around to so he doesn't really care. He like comes up behind the shame boy and he's like, yeah, he beat himself up about that for years trying to figure out what went how wrong does luke, luke is 12 years old yeah how, how does luke know no i'm guessing it's just because of the shame board he probably do and do it together because the shame board literally has like notes so it's probably all it makes it seem like he's been there with batman yeah as batman agonized over it for all of these right. years oh i know or it made it seem like he killed Batman because <laughs> I'm like where's Batman why does he know all this like this is something suspicious with Luke we gotta find out what that relationship is but yeah he's filling Kate in Kate has a two second emotional discovery of like Ooh. from hatred to suddenly overwhelming amount of love for Bruce two second arc yes. like I've this hated is Batman like, my whole life but now I don't but now that I know Right, that, that he, he cared about it. intentionally kill my sister. Right, yeah. Yeah, she says some line like this whole time, I thought that Batman cared more about catching bad guys than real people or he's something. Saving real people. Yeah, say, yeah. Meanwhile, he saved 34 other people. Yeah, that day. 34 other children that day. Right, because he thought that he saved the mom and the daughter. And it was just like some rig, some Batman rig didn't work out, some shit like that. It's all on the shame board. If, if you need to see, just pause that scene. He's got it all up there. I hate that. I hate all of that. I hate that it took two seconds for her to really, like, I wish there was still unresolved issues or something where she's like, well, that's, that? you know, <laughs> like, she was just so, so quickly. <laughs> so, I know, she was just like, oh, okay, everything's cool now. All right, anyways, but so what does this it? do? <laughs> right, yeah, I know. So then she presses a button after Luke goes, don't press it, and of course, like, lets her. Like, there's not even a moment where he even tries to, like, push he her away. He doesn't even, like, the... extend his arm. 
Yeah, don't I know. He's just like, don't press it. Oh, no, I'm going to get double fired. He literally says that, by the way. That is not some bad line I made up. He said, I'm, I don't want to be fired twice by Batman. And look, what does that mean? Who the fuck gets fired, fired twice? What do you think? You get fired for every offense. Fired is a, a definite thing. Termination is once. What does that mean to him? I don't understand who wrote that line, but it really made me mad that that was a thing. And then, of course... Ruby starts touching things and the guy's like stop touching it um, and then she gets the bright idea she's like starts to have this huge epiphany where she was like Bruce created Batman in order to break all the rules and do things his own way that's what she gets yes. from all of this yes from all of this yes that was her through line and she's like oh my god you need to change the suit and no he's like, no no wait wait, per- wait 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 she Whoa. goes he created Batman so he could do things his own way. And now, oh, and so he could, so the criminals would have something to fear. And mm-hmm. now they're not afraid of anything. Right. And then because, she transitions yes. into. And then she transitions into asking Luke to fix the suit. He says the famous line of how it's perfect and... We take a beat, the camera pushes in, and she says it'll be perfect when it fits a woman or it's made to fit a woman. We all take that deep labored sigh inside, pour another bit of scotch into a glass, and have a drink. I mean, cut to commercial. Let's let's pause there for a moment because (laughs) a couple of things. First thing, how can you say he forged his own path? (laughs) <laughs> so that he could do his own thing and make a difference and then in the very next breath say you're gonna copy him <laughs> i know that i know it's those brilliant two things <laughs> do not make sense you are not for how is this forging your own path throw the other line away if this right. is what you want to do you can't yeah. you cannot set Batwoman up to so-called forge her own path when if she's she literally following someone else's footsteps. Yeah. And I it's know. fine that she's following in his footsteps, but you just but can't have about that, that other yeah. line there. Yeah, you and can. And then, if you simply, instead of saying, it'll be perfect when it fits a woman, right? all she has to say is, it will be perfect when it fits me. Hey, yeah. you know what? The audience says, they're not dumb. Yeah, we can understand subtext, and if yeah. you just change a woman for me, yeah, we all get the point. We'll get and it. You're not dropping an anvil on our heads. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I hate, I, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> <laughs> we got to mm. That's part of the grading system. Getting up. Mm. It's not good. So it's many. Not good. So yeah. many problems. And then you would think the pilot ends there, but no. no but wait, there's more. <laughs> there's more. After she talks to Luke about altering the bat suit, then I th- we transition to like a movie night that's going on in Gotham, right? Because they're turning off the bat signal, right? And again, then, well, no, they're just they're just screening a movie. It's like oh. Gotham's movie oh, night, right? Yeah, but there's like heavy security for this. I also thought that was really weird, P.S., because there's like tons of security. And what it is really is a like a public space that's screening some old timey movie. And there's not a lot of people there. I don't know if that day they couldn't get a lot of extras or what happened, but it really, it. 
I just remember looking at it and being like, why is there so much security? Is this like a UN well, the security meeting? is the point, right? Because right. the pro industries is trying to show that they don't need, Gotham doesn't need Batman. Right. Gotham needs this private security it just didn't seem like the kind of event that you get private police? security for. Because they didn't set up how dangerous Gotham is. Right. I it, mean... It gets set up <laughs> by a one line when uh, someone approaches the, the Crow Industries man, the dad. I don't know his fucking name. <laughs> the guy. Someone approaches him and goes, it's good to see Gotham looking like it used to look. And I was like, what? good old days. Yeah, like covered in security for a movie night? (laughs) Like, I guess. So I... Kids have to go out with armed guards. Yeah, basically. So I don't know. They they were trying to make the stakes high, but it fell flat for me because I could only see like five extras. And I'm like, what are they protecting? What is happening? So then Crows is doing their thing and they're like, okay check out all the neighboring buildings and the dad's like i don't like that one building who's on that why yeah he just didn't like it (laughs) because he's intuitive his knowledge of security be the batman right his knowledge told him that there was something shady about it and lo and behold (gasps) as the camera zooms over (laughs) he was right and sophie let's call it let's keep calling her sophie the ex-girlfriend is tied up in like a building that's under construction and as you always end up being right yeah of course and she's being held by alice who and then her partner shows up yeah right her fucking who is only relevant because they actually told us his name at the beginning of the yeah, episode dobson or something right yeah something like that yeah so this agent who's a crow agent is actually working for alice <gasps> yes and they kissed so there's like a thing going on there too right. <laughs> because of course they do because there's an added layer it couldn't just be like he's working for her. i guess they're sleeping together i don't right. know where right. that goes but it was definitely like Wait, he, does did he get killed no he's no he's oh. still at no maybe why do I, don't I remember? It was kind of all over. I don't know. It was like a jumble. Yeah, it was a jumble. And so, no, I don't think he got killed, actually, no. Because he was still at large at the end. But, yeah, no. So, he kisses Alice. He goes away. And Alice is all like, hell yeah. This shit's about to get lit. <laughs> all of a sudden, <laughs> Agent Dobson returns to the scene. All of a sudden, in, like, one of the big Crow Industries trucks. He leaves the truck everyone thinks everything's okay but then crow industries daddy guy gets a call on his cell guess who it is it's alice alice is like what up i'm gonna make shit crazy for you uh (laughs) you think it's safe but you have no idea by the way check the truck that just pulled up because it's got shit in it and then all of a sudden he looks in it and guess what there's a bomb of course right of course there's a bomb why wouldn't there be a bomb also why wouldn't he immediately ask himself where's agent dobson who just drove this bomb (laughs) truck here doesn't doesn't do it whatever he's on the phone with her he's like no there's children here like that's gonna make a villain (laughs) not want to do it because she totally didn't know there would be children right right at family movies yeah yeah exactly and then like she's like well you know what guess what nobody has to die which i'm like oh okay interesting twist she's like it's gonna be fine but up here we got Sophie, that girl you love. Your real daughter. Yeah, your real daughter. Your actual daughter. Yeah. 
And she is standing all of a sudden on like a plank. Like she's right. walking the plank off a building. Yeah. She's like right on the edge, which by the way, props because the core strength that Sophie has to have to stay on that plank and not just lose balance on her own and fall to her death is pretty amazing. That's all I kept thinking of because the show gave me time to think that. I was just thinking like, she's standing there on the edge of that plank all on her own. Like I would have been dead. Yeah, I would have been dead. That's it. Uh, And so all of a sudden, Crow Daddy is really, (laughs) I'm going to call him, yeah. Crow Daddy. He's like, holy shit, no, not my real daughter. No, he's really (laughs) upset because he's like, wait, I have to really. He's like, yeah. He's like, it's written. I'm sure the script said he was really upset. (laughs) Yeah, he's just more like, oh shit, there's a choice now? Oh my God, a Sophie's choice. Sorry. (laughs) Get out. Podcast is over. (laughs) Thank you, everyone. It's been great. No, so he's got to figure out whether he's going to let families and children die or whether Sophie's going to die. But he doesn't get a chance to figure it out because it's not his show it's not called it's crow not, daddy yeah <laughs> crow daddy's probably a show out there somewhere on some kind of site don't want to know what kind of site but it's out there anyway all of a sudden uh all of alice's guards are being pulled away by like the little hook thing batman used to kind of horrible yeah a weapon people are disappearing she's learned how to use all of batman's equipment oh yeah all his gadgets minutes yeah, ten minutes, maybe less, maybe yeah, in the moment. Less. Yeah, she's just into it. Commercial break. Yeah, and so all of a sudden, Alice is like, "Whoa, what the fuck is going on?" And then she sees this like bat person land, and she's like, "I thought you were dead." And it's like clearly she has no skills of observation to realize <laughs> that Batman was huge and jacked and like a man body, and Ruby Rose is a very petite woman. Like right. she's not even like a buff woman. Like she is very thin and slender. And here comes the silhouette of a slender woman. She's like, I thought you were dead. Like there are other questions that I would ask. Like Batman what did you go away for? (laughs) You've obviously come back with a different perspective on life. Like, we need to talk. Like, a lot has happened in the character development of Bruce Wayne. So, but no, she's just like, I thought you were dead. Uh, Kate starts kicking Alice's ass. They're fighting. And then in the struggle for the bomb gets thrown off the edge. And then... Sophie starts to fall to her death, but of course, Kate jumps after Sophie and grabs her and then free falls. Yes, because she knew that the bat cape could do this, would protect her in a free fall, even though it's not like the cape was extended or anything. She just wrapped it around them. Yeah, she just wrapped it around them. And then the amazing part was the fact that they landed in a bed. Yes. Right in a bed. Really dirty mattress. Yeah. They landed right on it. Like, what are the odds of that? Just a random dirty mattress, right? And then there's a moment between Kate. Everyone hates this moment. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa during this moment was like, okay. (laughs) She was just like, this is so uncomfortable. Nobody wants this. There's this horrible moment where just like they're laying on this bed. 
Meanwhile, Sophie doesn't know it's Kate. She doesn't know who the fuck it is. She's just like, it's Batman. It's a huge, mis- it's a huge mystery. Right. Like, right. With Ruby Rose's pouty <laughs> lips and her dainty jaw. I know. And you're like in love with this woman yeah. while you were yeah. at the academy and you're two inches from her face. Yeah. And you're like, shit, I don't know. I don't know who this could be. She's like, man, Bruce Wayne? <laughs> yeah, no. She goes, she- you're not him. Yeah. <laughs> No shit, Sherlock. Yeah, she says that. And then, well, and of course it's like, she says that after Ruby Rose like touches Sophie's lips and kind of just like lingers on them. And I'm like, whoa, 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 uninvited. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Consent. Like, I'm just thinking like, nobody told you this was okay. This is weird. Like if it was the other, like if it was a man doing it, we would all feel really weird in that moment too. But here's Ruby Rose doing it, and we're just like, she does it for too long. This girl also just fell to her death and didn't die. Like, she's just like, what the fuck is happening? And she's like, Ruby Rose is having this very romantic moment with the love of her life. Yeah. Problem is, the (laughs) the love love of her life ain't having (laughs) She ain't having it. Who you are. Yeah. She's just like, I mentioned that I actually hate secret identities. (laughs) You have not. I really, I really. I really hate secret identities. Like they, oh, because they're always so obvious oh, too. So yeah, stupid. Yeah, it's they so are. dumb. Just tell, just let people know. There's no like, like if my brother was suddenly <laughs> a superhero, and he walked up to me, saved my life one day, and I'd be like, shit, who was that guy? Come on, <laughs> you know, I know, you know people, and I mean clearly, like. I mean, Kate is touching Sophie's lips. Like, also, just like straight up. That's really invasive, by the way. <laughs> Hand on mouth, like yes. I don't know yes. where those hands have been. <laughs> like, they're very so... problematic. <laughs> yes, yes. It was very inappropriate. But then Ruby Rose gets up from the bed and just, and then they try to do like a little gag joke where and she it tries wasn't to like, funny at all. yeah, she tries to like leave the room. But, like, it's just locked, so she unlocks it and then walks out. I don't know. Because it, it was, was supposed just... to be a dramatic exit. And yeah. then she's, um, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Foiled, right? Yeah. She's foiled by the locked door. Except, <laughs> even if the door wasn't locked, it yeah. would not have been any a type of exciting exit. exit at all. She would yeah. have just been walking out of a door. Yeah. Which would have been really lame. Yeah. So, <laughs> I just... Don't yeah, get it. I don't know what the I don't get it either. Of they that tried. Entire, did they? I mean, that's what we've been talking about all night. That's that's the question. I, mean, I guess they did. It's just um, you know, uh, sometimes your try isn't good enough. You missed the mark. Yeah, they missed. Someone should have told you. They definitely. And then the best part is that it's not over yet, because then after this, we go back to Crow Industries, who is now like giving a speech about like we're looking for Alice, and they have her picture and Agent Dobson because he betrayed us too. We're all looking for him. We have Sophie back. Everybody, yay, we have Sophie back. Sophie. Nobody really cares. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, great. 
for and someone like, who is so important. I know. And yeah, he they were loves like, her more than his own children. Yeah. Child. Yeah. He didn't <laughs> seem to really care. He didn't seem they were really just like one way or another. About they were Sophie. just like briefing her real quickly. They're like, "Hey, Sophie. Hey, welcome back." Anyway, Batman <laughs> seems to be back. She's like, her face is all right. Up. I know it's jacked up. <laughs> they're like, anyways, um, and then. Uh, they're like, and so it seems like Batman is back. That's a thing, and that's what they really care about. And then she has a, Sophie has a moment. She has a moment where she was like, it wasn't like I don't even remember what she tries she to goes, struggle. She to say. either it's she either says because they're like Batman, Batman, yeah. and yeah. she goes woman. I think yeah. that's what she says. She says or something. She goes, Man. Bat- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it was man. She goes, man. Where it's clear that she knows that it wasn't a man. Thank God she has that deductive reasoning that hasn't <laughs> been seen before. Specialist. Right. Yeah. And then she looks up to the meeting's over. She looks up and in this other level that's encased in glass, Ruby Rose was watching the meeting from afar. And then she like walks away. So Sophie goes mm, to check out what Ruby's part doing up here. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So then Ruby's at, like, some vending machine. And Sophie's like, ah, oh, don't try the coffee. It sucks. And then they're having a moment of, like, hi, whatever. Heard you came. Yeah. And then comes a dude. In comes some random white agent like dude. the most white breadiest. Yeah. Boring, most basic white guy you could ever, ever find, find under a rock. Like, yeah. Uh, where did they find this guy? I they, oh my god, they the found worst. him. The worst, and they put him in there, and he comes in out of nowhere, and he's like, "Oh my god, I was worried sick because uh, you know, just call me the overprotective husband." And he dun, kisses, dun, dun. yeah, Once and he again. kisses Sophie, and of course, of course, there's a husband. And of course, How he's that guy. How refreshing had it been if it had been a wife, right? I know that would but, have been great, but of course, you know, asking for too much, I guess. Yeah, They're like we, we gave are. you a lesbian, so right, <laughs> deal with it. Gave you Ruby Rose, goddammit. Yeah, like, yeah. So of course, white guy who also is saying he's worried but doesn't seem worried. Nobody really seems like the stakes were that high. <laughs> it's like, like he's just still my like wife was totally kidnapped by right. a terrorist. And I got here as soon as I can, but now I'm back and everything's great. I know, and everybody's back at work. And right, and he's like, call me the overprotected husband. Like, how is that overprotective and not just human? You should be worried. <laughs> you should be more worried. Your wife was kidnapped. And nearly fell to her yeah, death. fell to her death. And was only saved because TV, not because yeah. of any yeah. actual thought exactly. process yeah. that went into how you save people. Right, and of course, Kate is crushed you know she's like oh husband oh i hate I see. this twist and i say yeah. twist with lightly the, you know <laughs> yeah like i yeah. hate this I hate twist it so so well much. it's been used so much i just over and over again and like over just and over. from the basic from the basic basic points of introducing a third person 
who can be a, a foil to the relationship, the one true love between Ruby Rose and Sophie, okay? So yeah. it's just so cliche that Sophie has somebody else. Like, we don't need that. We've seen that a hundred million times. Like, why does she we, need to have somebody else? You know, like, she can just be doing her own thing and, yeah. you know, being good by her damn self, living her life and trying to yeah. achieve her goals or whatever. And here comes Ruby Rose waltzing back into her life, and maybe they had something there. If, so you've set this thing up where they were together in the academy, and she nearly gets kicked out for being gay and makes the choice to stay, right? right. That is an interesting yeah. story, yeah. right? It, so yeah. now we are, we are past Don't Ask, Don't Tell. She's not yeah. even in the military anymore. Okay, mm -hmm. maybe she's uh, okay. Obviously, she's she's bisexual at the very right. least. Right. Um, does she have to be bisexual? And, and I'm not. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say like you know, no bisexual characters or no, anything like no, that. I know. It, it's yeah. not even about that. It's just like there's something here about the choices. I want to investigate the choices that she has made for her life without there being somebody a else third involved, person. A yeah. third person that's involved. That's clearly not even a character. He's, he's wallpaper. He's nothing. Yeah. You he can was tell just, by the actor they cast. Yeah. They just wanted they someone to add conflict. The yeah. That's what it looked like. They just picked some random dude up off the street to no disrespect to this guy. I'm sorry, guy. I know. But yeah. it's like they just put <laughs> some random sorry, <laughs> off the street and be like, hey, go stand oh, next to her and yeah. like play the fake pretend you're worried um husband yeah. or whatever just because according to tv lore we have to have you here yeah i i thought they already have so much conflict right and, and things rooting against them anyway it's not like ruby rose would have walked in and oh they would have started dating right away just because she's single like i feel like why did they have they, they that yeah thing it i could said just be, i love you right. i said come away with me yeah fuck the academy come with me i'm gonna take you on my rich yacht and yeah. we're gonna live the life and whatever and you were like actually i don't love you but what yeah. you actually meant was i'm a black woman in this world you're a rich white heiress yeah you can exactly. go do that i have to work for the things that i have and i'm not willing to right. leave this opportunity to go be in love with you i am choosing yeah. me over you yeah Bye. that's enough that is that's a, a lot, lot of conflict right there that is take your time and mine that conflict yeah. right there when Before, you have two and, yeah. women who loved each other obviously they loved one another yeah but the way the world was at that time and the choices that they made they couldn't be together didn't mean that they didn't care for one another so yeah. what happens when you have two people who care for one another but had to make different choices to align with their own integrity right that's interesting that's to me. interesting yeah and they spent you know, this entire show ignoring the most interesting parts of it because yeah. they had to force feed us all of these flashbacks yeah. via all of these voiceovers, <laughs> which are all super lazy, structural, yeah. and writing choices. Yep. Like, that's all That's all that they were doing. Okay, her mom and her sister died. Do we have to know that in the first episode? 
sure, you can tell us that in the first episode. Yeah. Do we have to go back to it seven times <laughs> in the first episode? No, we don't. No. Do I have to know that she was off in the Canadian wilds training for whatever reason yeah. that doesn't make sense because her daddy told her her crow daddy crow daddy crow daddy sends her off to go like learn and then come back but he doesn't yeah. actually want her to come back and be a part of the yeah. company so then why did he send her off when I started to look up the Batwoman comic apparently there's a version of this story in which her father was fully supportive of her yeah. and wow he's like <laughs> yeah you know you got kicked out of the academy because you are gay um join my team i'm going to send you off to all of the specialists that i know in security and fighting and all this stuff so that you can go and become your biggest baddest self and you're going to come back here and we're going to run this shit together and that's nice. what that's one version of the comment i'm like why can't we have that version yeah that version would have been way like, better yeah, supportive and believes in her yeah. right like let's do this together and now when you have the reveal that guess what the daughter you thought was dead actually isn't yeah and they both know this and they have a solid relationship and yeah. now they both have to deal with this thing that this person they love whom they thought was dead is now back and hates them both yeah because that's the end by the way oh right I, yeah. <laughs> sorry i got caught up i got caught hey, up in that moment didn't we all <laughs> yeah because basically the after the husband reveal the only thing that's left to really jam-pack the episode is we find out like ruby has a moment where she's just like one plus know. one equals two. That's yeah. literally. <laughs> yeah, she figured out. She figured out that the necklace that her sister used to have the ruby, the ruby on it is it oh, ruby rose. Sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was on the knife that Alice had. Right. And then cut to Alice with a photograph that they took in the car that day. Which, by the way, how did it survive underwater? Mm. I just got. I have questions, but. She's there with the photograph, and she's like, I'm going to win you over, sister. Right. And we're going to rule. Gotham we're going to take over Gotham together. together. Okay. Yeah. So wait, this whole time Why? she wanted to win her over, though? Like, that's the thing. It's like, I didn't get that. Against their dad? <laughs> like, yeah. What does she have against her father? I mean. Maybe there's more of the story. It, yeah, but it's like, this is what happens when you focus on the wrong things in your yeah. pilot right yeah. you're supposed to be planting seeds that make sense not seeds yeah. just for the sake of planting seeds right yeah so she there's something going on between we don't know where she's been we don't know what she's learned who taught her what you yeah. know she's batshit crazy now and she's <laughs> yeah. back to wreak havoc on gotham for some yeah. reason it would be more interesting to understand from her perspective that there is a reason why she doesn't like her yeah. dad you yeah. know I don't even have to know what the reason is but I just yeah. would like to know that there is a reason yeah that she wants to team up with Ruby yeah and go against the dad who is a nothing like he yeah. the dad is as 
I mean, like most of the people in this cast, audience, honestly, most of the characters, they are zeros. Like, they're just, mm-hmm. there's nothing to them. Yeah. Nothing at all. They, there's no character development no in, character, in this show. Nobody's three dimensional. Yeah, uh, everyone is very. Stepsister. Yes! Bring her <laughs> to the forefront. Give me that show. I remember at the end of the show, I was like, God, I miss Nikita. Did you ever yeah. watch Nikita? Yeah, yeah. I, I love all versions of Nikita, La Femme Nikita and the CW reboot Nikita. And as I was watching this, I was like, hmm, how would this be with Maggie Q as Batwoman? It'd be so right. much more interesting. But also, how would it be with that caliber of like writers and, right. and everything um, writing this show who, under, you know, don't take your audience's intelligence for granted. Right. You do yeah. not need to spoon feed your audience. I know. They're not dumb. We've all been watching television for a hundred years. <laughs> yeah. You know, we can pick up on the clues. Yeah. So treat your audience with respect. And that's what I really, I just, I don't know why I said B minus at the beginning. Cause <laughs> 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 just trying right. to be nice. Yes. But we gotta be real too. You know, I, I just, this was, I really mean, we're bad, not trying guys. to be mean for mean sake. Like, we're just just being honest like i did describing enjoy it. some i didn't enjoy it at all i thought it it felt really long while i was watching it yeah and then i was like wait all shows are this length right but i still felt like it was actually now with netflix some shows are longer yeah so it wasn't <laughs> that it was just i it was just hard to to watch yeah um the line again the writing and then paired with the acting. It could I get did, better. Yes, but the the problem for me, and I just I'm sorry if this is just wrong to say, but I I kept trying to picture how would the show be with a different Batwoman, and I mean it wouldn't fix everything obviously because there's a lot of flaws in the way the story is being developed or the writing, but and the other cast members. I also didn't but, talk about her journal. Oh my god, that's right! Because <laughs> that was so random. That was so random. She was just writing a journal to Bruce. And that's what she's been reading to us in the yeah. voiceover this whole time. Yeah, but there was also several books. Were those right. all supposed to be hers? But this is the first part of the journal. So but there were several books there. Yeah, like she like basically it was like and Bruce this is my story and this is just the beginning like love ya basically and then she closes the journal which is journal number six or something in a stack on the desk in the bat cave but she's wearing she signs it right but she's wearing the wardrobe and stuff like it's been that same day like it's like day two and i'm like you wrote six books like i was just like yo i've written a journal before i i kept one journal cover to cover it was like the biggest feat of my life that i wrote in this journal and i wrote on every page and it took me like a year and a half or something like it was a whole thing to write in this journal she had six books and it looked like thick books yes. too and they were like not even ruled it was just blank white pages and no they were it was ruled 
They were ruled? Yeah, they were okay. ruled. Maybe. Okay. Well, they were ruled, but she's writing in these books, and she's supposedly giving us the impression that from the day she found the Batcave, which in the timeline was like a day ago or something, right. from that day... At first I was confused, actually, yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, I thought that was a jump the to the... voiceover started, yeah. I thought we were going way back. Yeah. But we weren't. Same. We were only going like 10 minutes back. Yeah. We were like, we, <laughs> we were, were in present. Like, this is just a teaser. It was just, yeah. it didn't make uh, sense. The flashbacks, when the flashbacks started and how far back it went versus how her voiceover was structured, the the timing and the pacing, it yeah. just, none of it really made sense story-wise. Yeah. Like that, it threw me that she was writing because I was like, wait. She's barely been in the Batcave. Like, she just did that one mission, came back to finish book six of her journal, puts it away. She made a lot of decisions over this day and a half. Yeah, I'm like, how did you write so much? I was like, is this the future now? But it wasn't the future. No. Like, so I'm like, wait, how are there six books? It just really was getting to me. And, and wait, there's evidence even. Oh, my God. Yes, there's evidence that this wasn't the future. Because after she wrote in her journals, when she has the epiphany thinking to herself while looking at pictures about the necklace and the ruby... And she goes back to the construction scene where the knife was left. And that knife, I mean, it was still there because this fight just happened a day before. And the police don't clear crime scenes in Gotham. <laughs> they don't. So, they just let let them be. I mean, they already need to be supplemented by private security, I guess. So Yeah, like what, that knife. It should be a much interesting story if they actually dug into this idea of private yeah. security. Yeah, if they like you dug know? into what's going on in Gotham too. What's going on in Gotham? Yeah, you guys know Gotham is like a shithole, and villains are you know drawn to it for whatever reason. Batman is gone, so now the villains are like the criminals are out of control, crazy. Yeah, the police cannot handle it. Here comes this private security firm. What yeah. like? I would be interested in a story that deals with. What it actually means to have a private security firm, yeah, um, handling the security for your city, which yeah. is the city's job, not the police's job. Yeah, it's right? crazy. What's that conflict? You know, are they, um, are they secretly evil? Yeah, you like, know, what's, what's their whole their, thing? And even if they're not evil, you know, usually corporations like that, it would be very interesting if they really are interested in doing good work but yeah. sometimes your intent to do good work is that's not always how it ends up and what are the complications what are the ethical complications involved with yeah. i mean I, i'm asking too much for a cw show <laughs> I, I know that. I know. but still though there's like interesting concepts yes that are littered throughout this episode right but they're not really being they're not being used the right way they're just, just being say, kind of there's hope Okay. There's hope. And I'm going to tell you why there's hope. Because do you watch any of the other Arrowverse show, shows? Not religiously. I've seen episodes here and there, but go on. So I watched the first few episodes of Arrow, um, and they were not very good. And uh, Stephen Amell, who plays Arrow, was not very good. And I was really put off by his acting because I was like is he the Terminator like that's what his <laughs> acting was for me very right. like Terminator machine you know, like machine like I, I didn't understand the choices um and then the show itself was just okay 
I feel like, and I've gone back, I mean, like I said, I watched the first few episodes and then I stopped and then they brought on Sarah Lance, whom I love, in season two and she's a bisexual badass and when I found out she was coming back, of course, I started watching it again (laughs) and um, I think the show got really good. It got really good, I'd say in like season two, season three, it got really good and his acting has improved greatly over the course of that show. Yeah. It, It really has. So there's hope in that regard. And then when you switch over to a show like Legends of Tomorrow, which is actually my favorite Arrowverse show, the first season of that was horrendous. Full on horrendous. <laughs> um, it wasn't the actor's fault. I will right. say that. It was the writing. It was horrendous. I couldn't watch it. As much as I love the character of Sarah, Sarah Lance and the actor who plays her, I couldn't do it. Bailed on it. I heard they got better. I came back in season two. I started with an episode that I thought I would like. It's my one of my favorite shows on television, and it brings me wow. so much joy. And I think it's probably the best show out of the entire Arrowverse, hands down, for me. And they started off as, hands down, the worst show in the Arrowverse. So there's hope. So there is hope. I'm going to, yeah. you know, I can't say that I'm going to continue to watch Batwoman, but I will keep an eye on it. Yeah, <laughs> and if I hear that it gets better, I am more than willing to. I will be more than willing to jump back in. I'm gonna give it two more episodes. Yeah, same. You know, just because it's gay. Yeah. If it weren't and, gay, I would be out right, right. now. Yeah. Honestly. Same. So same. You're gonna get two more out of me. I don't want to know more about the sister. Yeah. I just I'm gonna start a petition, maybe, like a change.org <laughs> petition or something. Yeah, um, she's great. Her character's interesting. I want to see more of that. I, she I want to feel something. Meredith Grey. I, I just, I just want to feel something when I watch this show. <laughs> That's really what I want. <laughs> I'm. T- <laughs> it's <laughs> wow. I mean, it sounds what a damning critique. <laughs> well, I just it, honestly, that as as a, a viewer. Um, that is what I crave. Not even looking at things from a content creator standpoint or as a writer or actor. Like I just, as a viewer, I want to feel something. Make yeah. me feel something and I will give your show a chance. I will watch. Yeah. I just can't like just watch things that are so hollow. Yes. Then I just that's feel, what it is. I feel hollow. like I'm watching a shell of something. Yeah. And I want to, I want the meaty inside. I want to know what's going on beside the show like I want to go in depth there yeah. and that's if why I watch no... television yeah for that to and that's dig. why I don't watch procedurals because you're not going to get that with procedurals right right and if there's no depth to be found well then you know Onto my my sea remains generous <laughs> you know truly truly I'm dropping my grade down <laughs> to a C minus and a question mark. <laughs> and I, just, I, I hope I hope it improves. That is my same. Yeah. That is my wish. I, I hope I, I wish Batwoman the best. I, I wish Ruby Rose and all the other um, casts and everything. I, I just want them to have the time yeah. to figure themselves out and maybe season two. <laughs> afra- not be afraid. Yeah. Like don't be afraid to like take chances. Don't be afraid to understand that your audience is smart. 
don't be afraid yeah. to challenge Ruby Rose. You know, yeah. don't write around her limited that we know of so far right. acting ability. Yeah. Maybe push. Yeah. See what comes out. Yeah. Who knows? Get rid of Milk Toast husband <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Milk Toast. E- Immediately. Stop scouting at Banana Republic. No, I, that wasn't <laughs> Banana Republic. That's like Gap. <laughs> uh, no, I can't even do the Gap like that. I don't know where they got that guy from. Like when I saw him, I was just like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, look at this guy. I know, and it didn't Not make even sense like somebody, to somebody. This is how it like you're telegraphing that he doesn't matter. That's yeah. what really bothered me yeah. as well. It was like, he clearly doesn't matter. Yeah. I could tell by who you cast that this guy does not matter. So oh, yeah. what is the point? He's Why just a device. To, he's yeah. just a device, yeah. exactly. Again, I felt nothing. <laughs> neither did, neither yeah. did his wife. Oh, God. She <laughs> felt like even less. She was like, I don't know, between a stranger touching my lips and this. She's like, what is going on? I hope on? she's actually bisexual and it's not just right. I'm running away from Right, being I'm gay. afraid, yeah. It's 2019. I don't want that I know. story. I'm scared of that. I'm scared that they made him be such like an obvious... Beard? Yeah, an obvious beard that that's what it is because that would be gross. I don't want to see that What if they got married in, in the military? Oh, at the academy. At the academy. They got married. Um, oh, God. You know. Like right after Ruby got kicked out. I mean, listen, when I was in basic training in the Air Force, uh, I knew quite a few people who got married immediately after basic training. Mm. Immediately. Wow. I don't know what happens. Why? I, don't yeah. know what the, I don't know what the straight life is like. I don't know what's going on with them. I just know. Well, maybe. <laughs> that they were like, I love you. We have to get married uh, so that we can stay together. That's usually what it was. They got married so they could yeah. date, essentially, because they didn't want to be separated on opposite sides of the world. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Well, so, maybe that's what these two did. No, he's weird. Yeah, he definitely reads as a beard, and that's disappointing. Yeah. As a, you know, like, honestly, as someone who identifies as bisexual, like, I don't like that either. We're just making it worse. Yes. (laughs) Just let her be bisexual. Right. For real bisexual. Yeah. Or don't do it at all. Or don't do it. Like, let's not do this beard situation. Yeah, because that's what gets confusing then, too, for people who aren't gay who are watching they're like oh that's what every woman is doing they just have beards or it's like you know some kind of game or something and it's just making it worse guys so cw do better (laughs) and in the next episode of the queer bean we'll talk about how christina's bisexuality intersects with (laughs) uh oil the web series yes. out in love. Yes. See how I yes. see how I brought it. You back brought it there back together. And the I love it and all of that. Yes. If if you want to watch a show that really takes it seriously, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to feel you know, something, discovery, <laughs> right? And figuring your shit out and yeah, you know all that juiciness. Yeah, you're gonna love oil. You're gonna love yeah. out in love. It's gonna be your jam. And I promise you'll feel something. Yes. <laughs> I, listen, I've read the pilot many times. <laughs> I've written it many times. <laughs> I promise you're going to love it. And you're going to be like, ooh, my heart, my feels, they got me. So 
on that note, Christina, where can the people find you? I cannot believe we just talked about Batwoman for oh, this I know. damn long. I know. <laughs> we, we were, we, by the way, before we started, we were like, do you think we'll, we can talk for more than like 30 minutes about Batwoman? <laughs> And we're like, I don't know. Let's just roll with it. Let's just see what happens. And here we are. Here we are. Here we are. So, Christina, um, so where can they find you? You can find me at Christina Pupo, and that's Christina with a K, and Pupo is P-U-P-O. And you can find that anywhere you're looking, Twitter, Insta, wherever you go. All that jazz. And you can find me at Elicia the Great. E-L-I-S-H-I-A and that's anywhere you want to look. That's also the name of the website and where this podcast lives. And today I'm going to give a special shout out to the Out in Love Instagram. Hey, guess what? It exists. (laughs) Why don't you follow us there? Show us your love. We'll actually post some things there maybe eventually. (laughs) Um, By that she means very soon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like immediately tomorrow immediately. we're going to post some things there um follow us there follow the pod wherever you listen to pods leave a review all that jazz will love you forever if you do thanks for yes. listening guys bye bye, bye.